Hey, it's Clark from the Down South IT Podcast, and today I'm going to give you my two cents on EVGA's earth-shattering news. Now, I'm not sure if you've heard yet, but apparently EVGA is severing their ties with their partner, NVIDIA. They are no longer going to make GPUs, not for NVIDIA, not for anybody, at least as of yet. So they are completely getting out of the graphics card business. They're breaking their agreement as a board partner of NVIDIA. They've been board partners with NVIDIA for roughly 20 years, maybe a little longer than that. They came about right about the same time that NVIDIA did and were one of the very first partners that NVIDIA had to make graphics cards when they first started. Now, going from a few different outlets that I've looked at, there was a lot of back and forth between the two companies, but according to EVGA, it, this is strictly a principled decision. It doesn't have anything to do with being vindictive or anything like that, but a lot of it has to do with a lot of the restrictions that NVIDIA gives and makes their board partners go through. Now, it's not just EVGA that's having this problem. There are some of the other ones that are still willing to play ball, MSI, Asus, Gigabyte. You know, there's several other board partners that are around and they still are deciding that they want to play ball. But EVGA is not willing to do that anymore. Now, as a board partner, they're are a lot of things that NVIDIA does not tell you. You are not privy to a lot of different things whenever you were a board partner. They keep a lot of stuff very close to the vest and you don't know things until right at the last minute when they do their actual announcements. Some of those things that they don't tell you, they don't tell you how much you're gonna be selling your cards for. They don't tell you launch dates. They don't give you the actual drivers to get your specific cards up and running and working at least you know for the most part until right before they're set to launch so right before a launch everything is going insanely haywire now you could say from the Nvidia side that's going to be you know because of leaks and stuff like that they don't want things getting out ahead of time so they just withhold that information from all of their board partners. To be fair, I would say that would be somewhat legitimate. It would be kind of a crappy business move to do that to your board partners, somebody that you're expecting and partnering with to put out your product. But I can understand it in a kind of twisted type way. And going through some of the quotes and things like that from NVIDIA, it seems that they do value their board partners, but they don't see that their board partners add a whole lot of extra value to their product. But on the flip side, the board partners are the ones that do the driver support for their specific cards. They design the PCBs. They don't design the actual graphics chips, but if they want to do a higher end card with better power delivery or something like that, they do design the PCB, the actual card that the graphics chip sits in. They've designed that. They design all of the cooling solutions. So all the fans, the heat tubes, heat pipes, heat sinks, water cooling blocks, 
All of that kind of stuff, all those board partners do on their own. They just happen to do it on their own dime, basically, and use NVIDIA's chip to be able to put out their product. So that's a lot of time, effort, and R&D to do something like that. A lot of the cooling solutions and stuff like that, especially for the newer cards, the 30 series, 3090s, 3080s, and going even into the 40 series cards, the four, you know, the 4090s, 4080s, these things get very, very, very hot. So you have to come up with some exotic cooling solutions. And that, of course, takes time and money. Now, one of the other things that NVIDIA has been doing recently, at least since the, the 2080s and 2080 Ti's, they've been starting to make what they're calling Founders Edition cards. Those cards are completely manufactured start to finish by NVIDIA. They do the coolers, they do the PCBs, they do the, the GPU uh, chipsets, they do everything. Now, because they control the entire process start to finish, they can actually undercut the pricing on some of the cards that they sell. In the 20 series, they were a little bit more. In the 30 series, now you see them actually start to go under, you know, below MSRP. So to be fair, the Founders Edition cards are actually competing with their own board partners. And I can understand you putting all your time and effort and R&D and research and everything else into making a decent, good product that people will like. It will last a long time. It will, you know, it will perform like it's supposed to. And you won't have any problems. You have all that R&D, all that time and effort put into that. And then now you have the, per, the company that you're supposed to be partnering with to make these cards coming out with their own cards and undercutting the price on them. So in that regard, I can definitely see why EVJ was a little bit pissed. Because to be fair, so would I. Now granted, when you're making GPUs and graphics cards, these things sell for a lot of money. I mean, they can go anywhere from $300 to $700, upwards of $2,000 per card. But the fact is, the margin that you make off of those is not very much. Now, the articles that I read, they weren't allowed because of NDAs to give actual amounts. But for the 3090 and 3090 Ti and 3080 cards, they were basically losing money on those edition cards from all the board partners. And the lower tier cards, the 3070 and 3060, they were actually either breaking even or making money. So the margins on these cards are really not that much. And then whenever you have a Founders Edition card coming through from NVIDIA Direct and they undercut your price by three or $400, you can't make money that way. And you can't stay in business if you don't make money. Now, with the mining thing that happened over a year ago, you know, the price of GPUs went through the roof. So a lot of companies were still making a lot of money on that end as far as, you know, selling to miners or just selling cards at all because we couldn't get them. And as soon as people got them in, they were selling just as fast as they came in. But now... Even in the last month or so, basically mining is dead. So cryptocurrency is no longer a problem. So the price of GPUs has crashed. So now any money that they were making on these cards, 
they're not making anything and they're having to undercut themselves and now being cut undercut by Nvidia even more. So they're not even making the sales. So this is a really, really big issue. And I can kind of understand where EVGA is coming from on this. You know, if we were have if they were having to compete on that, I can definitely understand that part of it. And the fact that they were a partner for so long with NVIDIA, that's what makes this so earth shattering. There are so many EVGA GPUs out there and there won't be any more. They're, they're gone. They're done. They're not doing GPUs at all anymore. So it's taking an entire brand completely out of circulation. And if not, that's not an earth shattering statement, not only to the industry, but to NVIDIA directly, I don't know what is. So what is EVGA going to do now? Well, they're not going to be selling any 4,000 series cards from the video. They're completely breaking off the partnership, so they're not going to make any, any of those GPUs at all. Any remaining 3,000 level cards, the 3090s, 3080s, 3070s, 3060s, they're going to still sell. They're going to sell through that allotment that they have now, whatever they have in stock. They're going to keep a few on hand just for RMAs and you know trade-ins and stuff like that. So that's all going to be there. They're still going to support all the cards that they have sold and until the warranties have lapsed. So even if you buy a three series card from EVGA today and it has a three year warranty on it, you will still be supported for that full three year term for the warranty. So nothing is going away in that sense at all. So far right now, they're not going to do any kind of partnering with Intel or AMD for GPUs right now. So they're not going to pick up another graphics card partner, at least in the time being. They may get into it later. There wasn't anything specific right now. At least uh, EVGA has pretty much said they're done for the, for the time being. To be honest, if they really wanted to make an impact and they wanted to wait like six months and then partner with with Intel to get their new ARC GPUs, you know, and have, have some people go through that, that would probably be a win-win for both companies. AMD already has a lot of board partners, so I'm, I don't think that'll really affect AMD very much. There's not much that EVGA could bring to the table with that. They might be able to, but I, I really don't think that would be, you know, not that it wouldn't be sustainable, but they, would, they wouldn't have as much to, the, to bring to the table. They would have a lot to bring to the table as far as experience and supply chain and everything else to Intel because Intel is just getting into this game. So that partnership would actually be really, really encouraging and would probably help both companies a lot. They are kind of planning to slim down a little bit as far as their current employees. The ones that they are keeping are going to just be redirected and reallocated to different departments. And so far as to say they're going to be focusing on the other arms of the business, they do make a lot of power supplies and they make really good power supplies. So if they're going to focus on that, their peripherals, motherboards, different things like that, I can see that. Uh, the power supplies, apparently they do make a lot more money on those than they would on graphics cards. So the graphics cards was probably the biggest portion of their business, but it wasn't the most prof profitable at all. 
because like I said earlier, you really don't make any money on GPUs. On power supplies, they do. They make a lot of money on those. So if they wanted to focus on that, and especially with the 30 series cards and the 40 series cards, most people, if you get a new 4,000 series card from the video, you're gonna need a new power supply. You're going to, because the power stuff with GPUs and CPUs is just gonna be astronomical for the next couple of years. A couple of years ago, it was complete and utter overkill to have an 800 watt power supply in your computer. Now you need at least a 1200 watt if you're gonna run something you know like a 5950X and a 30 series card. It's insane how much power a, a desktop PC, gaming PC is gonna need. And especially going forward with the new Raptor Lake coming from Intel, those have like a 200 something, I think a 235 watt uh, TDP. So even to cool this thing, to, to feed it all the power that it needs on, on top of the 40 series cards, which could be a 600 watt TDP. So you're gonna need 600 watts just for your graphics card. That's insane. That is completely and utterly insane. But that is kind of where the industry is right now. You want more faster, you got to have more power. That's just the way it is. So until the chips and the chipsets become a lot more power efficient, that's what we're gonna see for going forward. Now going forward, I hope EVGA actually does get back into that arm of the business. Like I say, even if it is with Intel, so it's not, they're not gonna go crazy as far as sales and stuff like that. They can bring a lot to that party, so it would help a lot. And not only that, but it'll keep a lot of the employees employed. So that's all. that would always be a good thing too. I'm not a huge fan of EVGA. I've used some of their stuff. I like their stuff. I've never really had a problem with anything that I've used from them. NVIDIA is kind of notorious with their board partners, so I can see why that would be, you know, a very hostile relationship. So we'll have to see where it goes. But for right now, EVGA is getting out of the GPU business and again they're killing a 20-year partnership which is pretty much going to gut a good portion of the GPU industry. We'll see where it goes from here. Thanks for listening. This has been My Two Cents.